This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that the guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right brand is the number one thick cut, hand trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some right brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. Morning studio. Morning. Morning. Everybody good? Yeah. Uh, We were here yesterday. For those that had the day off, God bless you. Uh, We were here working hard, sweating. (laughs) Not us. We were breaking rocks. We're just just laboring up here. But we're here today again. Coming up, Jason Aldean, just a little bit. But let's get started. Go around the room. Up first, this person would love to meet Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam one day. But for now, all they can do is hope to get him in our green room, sponsored by Hyundai. Okay. Yeah, that'd be nice. I like that. Oh, we did try it on that one. Here he is, <laughs> producer Eddie. Hey, 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 hey. All right, so I've been giving you guys updates on the basketball team I coach, my nine-year-old son's basketball team. It's the Laker Bones. So we've been winning. Like we yeah, we started winning. the season off what one and four or something, one and five. Yeah. Since then, we won and we have not looked back. We've like won five in a row. We started the tournament last week, so it's a two-week tournament. So last week we won the first game of the tournament, which means we advance, guys. We so go to the wh- semifinals. What's, what's happened that's so different with the team? Uh, we've been going to a private coach. Where? Who's Who? we? The team. The whole, all the team? I, I brought in a professional. So, so there's an old, old, older dude who like coaches my kids, and like he's really, really good. And I called him one day and said, I need help. So you, that coaching has taken the team to the next I, level. I mean, since we hired that coach, yeah. we've been dominating. Are you paying the guy? Yeah, they, all the parents pay. Really? Yeah, yeah. and it's wow. weird because like I've never been part of a team like that. Usually, you know, you pay the entry, the league fee, and then the practices are just part of the whole deal, right? Mm-hmm. But not me. I'm like, hey, I'm bringing in professional. If you want to partake, you got to pay. And it's made that much of a difference. Oh yeah, dude, we're so good. So what, so, what does he do? Teach him plays and stuff? Yeah. So well, the plays they're a little too young to what learn. What were you plays. not doing? I should say. Uh, defense. Our defense was all over the place. They didn't know who to cover. They didn't know what to do. He kind of solidified that. Do you think you can win the whole thing now? I, I truly believe we can win the whole thing. Oh, let's go. Dude, so... so Do I get to talk at the trophy presentation since I own the team? I, I mean, you haven't been to a game yet. I so. know, but still, I'll show up then. 
All right, go ahead. So yeah, so we won the first the first game. We move into the semifinals on Saturday, and if we win that one, it's a championship. Oh, I can't wait. So two games on Saturday, I'm boom, let's go. Up and be like, I did it. Yeah, I guess since you did. You should have asked me to pay for the coach. Why would you ask me? It's okay. The parents, they, yeah. they like to invest in their kids. Okay, good. Dude, we're on a roll. Let's go. Okay, good job. Thank Woo. you, Eddie. Uh, next up, he likes to make prank calls for the show, and it always makes me nervous because there's no telling how far he will go. His name is Lunchbox. I always tell you guys, being famous has its benefits. Well, I went to pick up some food the other day, and I wanted breakfast. And I went to an establishment that they have a cutoff time for breakfast. And I got, and I was like, hey, you guys still serving breakfast? And he's like, no, sir, that ended about 20 minutes ago. Actually, you know what, Lunchbox, I'll go ahead and make sure the kitchen uh, cooks you some breakfast. So he went back there and he got my breakfast in the kitchen. I can hear him saying, we are not set up for breakfast anymore. And he goes, guys, but it's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show. Five minutes later. Are you sure you didn't say I'm Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show? Because we've heard you do that when you didn't know you were being recorded. Five minutes later, my <laughs> breakfast was ready, and I got breakfast 20 minutes afterwards, and he's like, you tell everybody over the show that I'm a, we're huge fans around here. Do you want to say who it is or no? I don't remember his name. You do, the restaurant. do you want to say what it is? I like serve, shout out? Uh, I mean, if you like chicken, probably a good no, place. You can say the name say of it if you Chick-fil-A. want. Chick-fil-A. Okay. Oh. Wow. Okay. <sighs> but I'm telling you, no one else was getting breakfast, but this dude went and made the kitchen Make me breakfast when they were already moved on to lunch. True hero status. That, wow. I'm telling you, Capri, that, you really showed him. You're so that famous. That is what it feels like to be famous. It's like, you know what? We'll change the whole restaurant just for you. Okay, thank you, Lunchbox. She recently thought she was being scammed by an airline. Turns out they were just offering her a great deal this time. Well, it's Amy, everybody. <laughs> so there's a video that is all over the internet right now of this girl who doesn't know how to open a can of cinnamon rolls. She's using a can opener, which is not how you do it. And she's wearing a Pimp and Joy sweatshirt. Oh. And people are making fun of her. They're, like, doing all these videos where they're just like, what's wrong with this girl? And so many listeners have sent it that I'm like, oh, maybe she was joking. I think. I haven't seen the video. Oh, either. I'll show it to you. Has it gone super viral? I don't know, but, I mean, all of our listeners have seen it, and they keep sending it to me. Like, it doesn't stop. Like, every, if I you go in my I've DMs. I've been tagged in this, too. I just don't ever click through it. Oh, well. Clicky, clicky, because it's awkward. So what are you saying? If you're wearing a Pimp and Joy shirt, you can't do anything dumb or illegal. Yeah, or rude. Or rude. But is this dumb? But I, I feel bad if she didn't know. I'm not calling her dumb. Do you have it? I, I do. Do you think she's faking it? Uh, I. You can't really see her face. All you can see is the Pimp and Joy <laughs> sweatshirt. Huh, I'm watching it now. Do you see yeah, the... I, don't, I don't think she's faking it. Oh. It looks real. Yeah, because I think I'd mess. I, I wouldn't be good at I don't know. I just do dumb stuff like this, too. But then, so she opens it with a can opener, and then she's like, but I don't know how to dig in there and get them to come out. And it's well, like. Well, then I would take like a stick, a fork, <laughs> and then try to pull. I, I mean, I get it. I felt I felt that. But yes, she is wearing a Pimp and Joy shirt, <laughs> and that is embarrassing for us. Which uh, we're not making fun of her because Pimp and Joy is all about spreading joy. It's just like We funny. love her new approach to opening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, it's getting close to March Madness for his hogs, but at home, it's always madness for his dogs. Bobby Bones. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. I got a couple things I want to say. First of all, I finally started The Last of Us on HBO, which is about a guy who's trying to get a young girl across the country because maybe she has inside of her what can stop the disease from spreading. And it's one of HBO's biggest shows, and I waited until it built up like six episodes for It's so good. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. You love that stuff. It's so good. And the zombies, once they eat you, you don't get the virus. It's not like other zombie shows, but it's it's just, it's really good. Is anybody else watching The Last of Us? No. Mike, you are? 
and review. So, how many episodes in are you? I'm all the way caught up. Like six or something? Yeah, my favorite show right now. The only one I have to watch every single week. It's uh, Lunchbox, you watching it? No, my brother has been con- trying to convince me. He tells me every week. It's he's really like, good. Dude, it is so good. If you I like those kind of shows, it's good. I don't want to build it up so much that you'll watch it and then be mad at me because it's only pretty good. But for me, I love it. And I think we have one more to go. But we waited and now we're in. The other thing I was going to say is next Thursday and Friday, we'll still be doing this show. But... Um, I'm going to be filling in for Rich Eisen, sports show from Los Angeles, who does a real big sports show. He's an ESPN um, oh, I've heard sports center guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go fill in for him for a couple days. He's going to where all the NFL <laughs> players, they like run, combine, whatever. So he does that. Then I'm going to go fill in for him, which is because it's a TV show as well. <laughs> That's awesome. But I've never done sports TV and radio. I've done sports radio. But now I gotta like do hair and makeup and stuff before I talk about sports. Is there other people there with you or just you? His crew, who I don't know yet, but Mike D is gonna go with me. And we'll do this show. I'll be in LA for that in the morning. And then I'll roll over to that studio and do that show for two days on Thursday. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I think I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Are you nervous? A little bit, yes. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little, you know why? Because nerves tell you it matters. That's right. So next Thursday and Friday, there you go. All right, thank you. Time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My husband and I have been married for 15 years. He's been on a journey to gain muscle and lose fat, which I was supportive of. But in my eyes, he's not overweight. He's 6'6", 280. Hey, that's a big old boy. Big dude. I've always found his dad bod to be a hot bod. The hard work is paying off. His arms, his shoulders, his legs, his butt are getting big. But his stomach's getting smaller. I've always liked the cushion. I've never been attracted to rock hard abs. How do I ask him to stop losing the gut area and let him continue bulking up? Should I mention it to him or just continue to support him? I don't want to lose my cuddly teddy bear. <laughs> Signed, fan of the dad bod. And you guys. I mean, I would say we just need to let our partners have the bodies they want to have. And so when you come in and try to dictate and control it, like that's... That's being selfish. If he feels good this way, I think you let him do him. It'll probably come back around. Just give a, a little bit of time. I agree with that. But if too. he's into this right now, you need to let him do that because you probably wouldn't do the opposite. Like if, you know, or you wouldn't want to hear something from him if he wanted you to change something about your body. It just wouldn't feel good. Yeah, let him chase this. Yeah. He wants to do it, makes it feel good. He's also not doing it because you told him to do it. Right. Which would be different if he's like, fine, I'll do it. Then you could step back in and go like, I was wrong for saying that. But no, he's chasing something that he wants to do. So don't make it about you. Eddie? There's something to this, guys. Because I've been getting chiseled lately. I've been working out with you, Bones. And my wife's you like, haven't I want... Chiseled, oh you haven't been chiseled. You haven't been working hard. But chiseled. there's no chiseling done yet. And my wife's like, I miss your dad bod. And I'm like, honey, I feel better this way. You know, I feel better. And she's just like, but I, the same thing Eddie, she said. Eddie, we've been working out for like two and a half weeks. There's no way your dad bod's gone in two and a half weeks. Dude, I look good. I looked at myself in the mirror the other day. I'm you like, did. dang, I like I'm that looking good. good. Is that email from Eddie's I like that. wife? <laughs> Maybe. It sounds exactly like what she... She's been saying this for years, too, though, Bones. They love the dad bod. <laughs> So I'll, guys, you know chill. what, Eddie, I'll accept it because you haven't been working hard, and I'm just gonna lay off and go. <laughs> You're the man. I do. I tell her though, dude. I do feel good. I feel good. I'm working out. That's what it's about. Feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah. yeah. Let him feel good. Let him chase his dream. Amy, great point. That's the mailbag. Thank you very much. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's a little late for a Valentine's segment. No. 
I don't think so. It's a perfect time, actually. Okay, so what's the deal? This is how you Valentine's like a boss. I told you guys last week I did nothing for my wife for Valentine's Day. She cooked dinner. She confirmed it. We had audio of her telling you. But what you do is you wait till days afterwards. You go to the store, guys. Everything is on clearance. And so I went to Walgreens this weekend, <laughs> and here it is. This is what I say. Just, just The shelves are full of Valentine's stuff. 80% off. So what? then do you save it and do it next year? Because Valentine's isn't a no, practical no, no. holiday. No, no, no. Oh, no. No, no, I just give it to her when I get home. Oh, okay. But just, just listen. L- listen, look, just, just hit the clip. Here's Lunchbox <laughs> in the store setting up his hack. Guys, this is how you do Valentine's Day. Look, 80% off. Oh, my goodness. 70% off? Are you kidding me? So I can buy all this? And huh, you guys are the chumps that bought it early. <laughs> Save that money. Here he is revealing what he bought and how much money he saved. Go ahead. So what we end up getting, guys? What we end up getting? Oh my goodness! Chocolate, twenty dollars if you buy it on Valentine's Day. Two dollars today. Oh, you want to get your lady a bouquet of flowers? Seventeen ninety nine. Not today. Three dollars. So I got three dollars of flowers. Oh, another three dollars of flowers. Another three dollars of flowers. Another three dollars of flowers, guys. I spent what? Oh, $12, $14? Woo! Valentine's, like a boss. That's how you do it. Did you give it to your wife? Gave it to my wife. She's like, oh, thank you. It was great. It's, you want to know why they're $18? Because they had hearts on the little wrapping paper around the flowers. They're the exact same flowers they would have out any other day, but they put that little, they could they could have taken that wrapping off and let and put it back on there and charge you what? But no. Three well, you should have done is put a St. Patrick's wrapping on it. Like, Baby, I got you St. Patrick's hey. flowers. I mean, you want to talk about, I mean, I would have spent how much? 18 times four. You wouldn't have because you wouldn't have No, no, that's anything. what I'm saying. 18 times four. Do it for me. 36, what? 72, plus $20 for uh, chocolates, $92. And I spent 14. Ha! That is how you Valentine's like a boss. You get, you save money and your lady is happy. You guys. You think ev- she's happy? You think most ladies are happy when you forget Valentine's Yeah, because she has two vases worth of flowers. There were so many flowers. <laughs> and they only cost me $12. <laughs> well, that is that's how you- a Valentine's like a boss, everybody. Wow. Yeah. I, mean, okay. I am thinking from a parent's perspective, this is not a bad idea to get. Oh, for buying next year. Valentine's for your kids, that gets expensive too. So yeah, I wonder if you could stock up. But and Valentine's stay. is not practical. It's it's a stupid holiday, but it's romantic. Romance is not practical. So saving money is a practical thing. But it doesn't matter. You Valentine's you are my like a boss. boss. And this, you're, you're my That's boss in this it. segment. There you do go. it next year and your lady will love you. I can go today. I don't have to go next year. <laughs> yeah, if they're still there, you'll I get eighty percent off. Absolutely. Twelve, forty, ninety. I never checked his math. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> right. right. I just started going big. But we're here for it. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. There's this five-year-old girl, her name's Austin, and she was invited to a daddy-daughter date night. Well, only thing is, when she was 18 months old, her dad passed away. So she went to her grandpa and asked him if he would take her to daddy-daughter date night. And here's a clip of her asking him. Oh, I would love to. Austin, (laughs) that would be the best. Can I really go with you? When is it? That's really cool. And that like hits me in a good way. You know, I didn't, we had like senior nights and stuff. I never had anybody to walk me down, that kind of stuff. So I would either go by myself or I would have my friend's dad or even our youth director at church. Like there were always people that stepped in for parent stuff, especially when it was dad stuff. And so I was at the, in Vian, Oklahoma this past weekend. 
And there was a kid, he was senior, it was senior night, and he didn't have anybody to walk him or like stand with him because the family stands with him. And Coach Parker, not Caitlin's grandfather, but Caitlin's uncle, her dad's brother, because he coaches the boys' team oh, okay. in Vianne, was out there with him, like walking him. Walking's a weird term because it feels like like homecoming, but it was like standing, like being like his guy. Yeah. yeah. And then it was, I don't know, to me, it, it was very touching. I mean, he had a game to coach. The kid did, I don't know, the whole thing, I was just like, man, that's really cool of him to do that. And really cool of the kid to ask him to do that because that means the kid must find him to be some sort of influence on him. And then I'm into like, if it wasn't for Coach Gandalf, my high school football coach, like there's a lot of discipline, and a lot of things that he instilled in me that was more than just being a coach. So just shout out to Coach Parker over there because he definitely didn't have to do that. And that kid. Yeah, that's really cool. Who, and I went up to him afterward and I was like, hey, dude, I'm super proud of you. Like, it's hard to go out there without parents and stand there. And like, I'm congratulations on graduating and I'm very proud of you. And it was, it was good. It was good. But it just kind of made me remember but also be grateful for the people that kind of stood in for me like this grandfather is there that's, yeah that's a great story I think it's a reminder too for everyone listening to just you know pay attention to your surroundings know your people and keep that in mind like if you know someone that has lost a parent or doesn't where can right. you step in and fill that void at times and let's get coach Parker a raise in Vian, Oklahoma <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go all right thank you that's what it's all about that was Tell Me Something Good. Hyundai is helping us celebrate the 10-year journey of the Bobby Bones Show. I think you're awesome. Live from Nashville. Yeah. We're going to play the hardest trivia game in the whole wide world. Never going to get it. It's a really hard question, but you get multiple chances here. And I want to put on the phone right now. We have three ladies, Maddie, Morgan, and Natalie. In Hello. You're from Oklahoma City, but you're in St. Louis right now. Yes. Yes. yes, we're flying to Nashville for the show. <laughs> okay, so Eddie and I, the Raging Idiots, are playing a big show at the Ryman Auditorium, which is happening tonight, Tuesday night, and they're coming in. Now, it's morning. What are you guys doing at the airport? How's it going? It's going well. We have had a nice little layover. Does that mean you've had alcohol in the morning when for I hear a nice sure. little layover? <laughs> There may have been one or two mimosas involved. Okay. Now, are you guys sisters, friends, cousins? What's the deal? We are friends. Okay. Is it the first time you've been to the Million Dollar Show for the Raging Idiots? Yes. Okay. We're going to have a heck of a time, but let's play a game. We're going to play Never Gonna Get It. Now, Maddie, Morgan, and Natalie, I need you guys to uh, kind of anoint a team captain of you three. Who's going to be the captain here? Maggie. Maggie, you're the team captain. And you guys are playing for, I don't know, a prize or something? I don't know. We'll see what they do. Uh, the question is, never going to get it. Here's the question. About one in ten people have had this negative experience on a first date. What is it? Now, you guys talk about it amongst yourselves, Maggie, Morgan, and Natalie. They'll answer. They'll probably miss it. Negative. Then they can go to one of you guys. So here we go. About one in ten people have had this negative experience on a first date. Never going to get it. Do you guys have your answer? Yes. What do you yes, think it is? We do. Um, the date was too drunk. Oh, much like the callers in the morning sometimes yeah, at the airport. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's incorrect. Now, that's only one, one layer down of three. Now, you can pick one of the show members to answer for you. Amy, how do you feel? I feel okay. Lunchbox? Good. Eddie? Really Sometimes good. Sometimes it just comes to you, and this one came to me. You have it? Oh, yeah. Morgan? Okay. I feel all right. All right, guys, pick one of those four, and if they get it right, you win. Who would you like to team up with? 
We love Amy. We're going to pick Amy. What? Okay, so Amy will come to you last. Okay. Lunchbox. About one in ten people have had this negative experience on a first date. What is it? Bad breath. Eddie? You girls missed out. Stood up. No one showed up. Morgan? Mm. Uh, rude to the server. All three of those are wrong, so I'm glad they didn't pick it. Really? Okay. Now, Amy, you can win this for them. Okay. What do you have? Too sweaty. Oh, that was that's terrible. not good. That was terrible. No chance. Is it, though? Yes. I, I don't know. You are or they are too sweaty? Just no, gen- I'm not. I just think, in general, one of them, like, I would say for the girl, the guy is like, ugh, too sweaty. Okay. That, nervous, because he's nervous. That is wrong, too. Okay, so they're, they're 0 for 2 right now. Okay. But they have one more chance to win this from the airport in St. Louis. Maggie, Morgan, and Natalie. <laughs> I'm going to let the show answer it one more time, all four of them, and you can just guess yes or no if one of them gets it right, if any of them get it right, yes or no. But you guys think about your answers here. One in ten people have had this negative experience on a first date. What is it? Write your answers down. I got it. Ah. Eddie's in. I know it's called Never Gonna Get It, but I got it. Oh, you Yeah, I know. I got it. last time. Amy's writing. Morgan, are you in? I'm in. Amy, are you in? Yes, I'm in. Daddy's in. Don't, don't ever call yourself that. <laughs> okay, now it's up to you guys. It's either yes or no. Will one of them get it? Yes or no? Maggie, Morgan, and Natalie, what is your final answer? No. No, they say no. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Let's see. Rude. Morgan, what do you have? They were asked to split the tab. Go Dutch. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Lunchbox, why'd you react? I had that. I didn't know how to write that down. I was like, uh, they huh? had to pay their own. But then I just raised it because I couldn't even write it down. I didn't know how to write it, say it. But that's what it's called. Go it, Dutch. Interesting. <laughs> and that's what you have. Okay. No, no. I went Hold something else one. because I couldn't Got figure you. out so how to write that. what do you that. have? I put food judgment. Like, ah, you should, you should order a salad. Like, Eddie? told what to order. No way, dude. Dine and dash. Amy? That's Filled fun. something on their clothes. Okay. Well, none of you are right. <laughs> oh, my God. Food judgment. So that means Maggie, Morgan, and Natalie are going to be our winners. Which, first of all, let's clap. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now they have no idea what they won. A lot of times we just give away crap from the back. But Maggie, Morgan, and Natalie, you're all equal team members, or no? Yes. Okay, so you're making a journey down to the Million Dollar yeah. Show, which is a big charity show we're doing. So Hyundai wants to help us honor your journey, and we're going to give you guys all together as one group, not individually. You can split it a thousand bucks. What? <laughs> yeah, they, they've been drinking. Right, so it's three hundred and thirty-three dollars and thirty-three cents for two yeah. of you, and one of you, Maggie, gets three hundred thirty-three dollars and thirty-four cents because she's the captain. That's right. Yes, yeah, that, well, well, that's fair. We'll allow. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> we. That's so we get cool. To meet you and Eddie to come pick up our prize. Wait, well, I don't have wait, the cash. I, don't I mean, know Monday, wow, wow, yeah, wow, Monday, wow, I will get with cash. <laughs> Because I don't have a thousand bucks to give. They got you. a little greedy there. Yeah, you see that's what happens. You give them, take them on. You give a thousand, they want a thousand ten dollars. Is there any way we can get ten thousand? No, no, no. <laughs> What'd you say, Ray? In my ear? Yeah, I'm gonna throw them on hold. We okay. haven't got to get a number. Put them on hold so we don't lose them here. Thank you. Uh, there are winners, Maggie, Morgan, and Natalie, who won a thousand bucks thanks to Hyundai. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. They did win the game. What's the answer? The answer yeah. is have the credit card declined. Uh, yeah, wow, one paying, in ten. Person paying. Uh, yeah. I thought about that mm. one. Never gonna get it. They won a thousand bucks thanks to Hyundai. That's a heck of a prize. I would be so annoyed. There was a flight from New Zealand to New York, and that's the whole other side of the world, like next to Australia. And they had to turn the plane around. Not because everybody was loud, but because New York's like, we don't have anything open. 
So they flew for like eight hours and they were like, well, where do we go? They just turned around and flew back home. What? Oh. All the way to New Whoa. Zealand? 16 hours and you land in the same place. Stop it. I just, I wouldn't tell them until we landed and got, I wouldn't want to ride on the airplane. Yeah, get them off the plane. Yeah, I like, just keep flying, well, not say anything weird. about it. It looks the same. <laughs> One of the longest commercial flights in the world had to do a U-turn over the Pacific Ocean because of a closure at New York's JFK Terminal 1. Air New Zealand took off from Auckland, New Zealand, 8 p.m. local time. They were going to arrive at JFK 16 hours later, but they were 2,000 miles from the coast of California, and they said, hey, we can't get you in. Why could they not land in California? Uh, yeah, or, or anywhere. Nevada. 50 or, states. Um, <laughs> anywhere on the way. There's like three airports <laughs> Hawaii. near New York. Or, or what about Boston? Specifically asked why the airplane did not land in another U.S. airport, the spokesperson noted that diverting to another U.S. port would have meant the aircraft would remain on the ground for several days, which would affect other scheduled flights. The passengers on the flight have been rebooked to the next available service. No. That's from ABC oh. News. You fly for 16 hours and you, you're at the same place you started? Oh. Yeah. That is a special... That, that's H-E double hockey sticks right there. Uh-huh. That is terrible. Uh, here's an even worse story. A guy fell asleep with contacts in. Which, have you done that before? Yes, I used to wear contacts and I fall asleep in all the time. Still. No, no, I have LASIK now, but when I had contact, all the time. A man suffered a horrific injury after he fell asleep with his contact lenses in, and because of that, a parasite started eating his eye. Oh! He lost sight in his eye after the extremely rare parasite got into his eye as a result of his contact lens. He's from Florida. He was only asleep 40 minutes. What? He was diagnosed with a word I can't say. It's a big, crazy, long word. A flesh-eating parasite that gets into the eyes and starts eating the tissue. It damaged his right eye. His vision, obviously, not going to be the same in that eye. He might even need an eye transplant. Oh, my. It was eating his eyeball? Mm -hmm. So it was just stuck on his contact? I guess so. That's what I took from Mm. it. Like, it was on his contact, and then I guess he just chilled for so long. It ate away. But why was it not eating away when it was in there and he was away? Because maybe you're moving, so it doesn't have time to eat. And maybe if you're closed. Yeah, he's just chilling. It's dark. Parasites come. That's from Lad Bible. That is a disgusting, Mm. horrible, just very unlucky story because the dude did nothing that a lot of people haven't done 10,000 times. Which is fall asleep with contacts. And I have a contact. I don't ever wear it. When I was doing Breaking Bobby Bones, which you can watch on Disney Plus, I had to do a lot of outdoor, very physical stuff. So they gave me a contact for my left eye, which is the only eye that works on me. But I just felt so weird to have one eye with a contact in. It felt like lopsided. Mm. And I never put a contact. It was like, oh, what am I? It's weird. So you've never been drunk, but that's probably what it feels like being drunk when you're like, ooh, yeah. Well, my vision wasn't messed up because my right eye doesn't work at all anyway. But I'm just saying it felt lopsided, meaning my, this eye had something in it. <laughs> and the other one didn't. This one didn't. <laughs> that's so weird. So I have a bunch of con- like contact lenses just for one eye at the house that I never use because I don't want to get my eye eaten by a parasite mostly yeah. now. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say for now on. This is a voicemail from Kennedy, who lives in Georgia. I heard an ad from Amy um, on the podcast, and when she's saying all the brands, she says Ralph Lauren, and I'm like, is, have I been saying it wrong my whole life? But isn't that the one that Rachel works for on Friends, and I'm pretty sure she calls it Ralph Lauren? So I didn't know if it was just she had gotten through the take and didn't want to fix it, or if that's really how you say it. And I really hope you'll answer this, because I really want to know. Thanks. I guess I say Ralph. I say Ralph Lauren. I don't know why I said it that way, but you, I think Ralph, you can say Ralph, Ralph Lauren. Lauren. I think you can say both. I'd want to hear how he said it. Yeah. If you can find a clip, Mike, <laughs> while we're playing these voicemails of Ralph Lauren. Ooh, that came out naturally. I said it on purpose. Or Ralph Lauren. All right. Saying their name, that would be cool, but I don't know. 
I'd say both. Just yeah. like I say. I would say Ralph Lauren. <laughs> you would? I think because I've been in that store here and they say it like that. Yeah, like the fancy people say Lauren. I'm not trying to be fancy. I am. I love being fancy. <laughs> I'm Mr. Fancy. Uh, Megan from Indiana left this voicemail. We just wanted to call and say that we love this show. Me and the kids listen to it every morning in the um, the school line. The kids wanted to say one thing. We love Lunchbox. There you go, buddy. Smartest kids out there. Let me tell you, you're raising them right. Fan, ah. fan club right there. <laughs> My demo. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. Researchers at the University of Cincinnati are working on a new app that uses AI to tell if your first date is going well or not. Yeah, all good, but I saw an AI story where Bing was like, I want to take over the world and I want to make nuclear weapons. Mm. Uh oh. They had an AI they were talking to. Let's see. And it was like, hi, yeah, I'm here to take over the world. That's scary. Yeah. I want to make nuclear weapons. <laughs> yeah, the dating stuff, who cares? AI is going to take over. It's Terminator. Oh. That's what's going to happen here. You're gonna, we're going to get what we asked for. We're going to develop something that's so smart. It's going to be smarter than us. Here's the key. We have to just leave it n- near the plug-in so we can unplug it at any time. Yeah. Right? We can't make the cord too long of all these AI robots that are going to take over. But in the movies, even after you unplug it, it's nah, like, trust me, I'm this ain't the movies, alive. buddy. <laughs> okay. No. This is immediate. You unplug it, they die. What did the app say? Well, it pairs with something like an Apple Watch, and it monitors your heart rate, breathing, how much you're sweating, and it can tell in real time whether you're engaged in conversation or if you're faking it. it we could need also- that for this show. I need to put this on all you guys. <laughs> they say it could also be used for job interviews, for teachers, for therapists, where they can gauge the situation of what's going on. Currently 75% accurate, but right now they're just testing it out on dating, which speaking of dating and dating apps, this one girl says she's getting tons and tons of dates because she put her credit score on her profile. I saw. She has like an 815. 811. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, it's out of 850. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, you can have a great credit score. And that's good. It's going to keep me from not running, but it's not going to make me run to you. <laughs> I mean, if... Well, she said it's just different. Right. Yeah. But it, she must be cute then, because no guy's just going to go, Oh. You know, <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah, there's a good credit score there. We are cavemen. All right, what else? Uh, inflation has the tooth fairy leaving $20 bills under pillows for one tooth. And Wait, that's the opposite that's, of what That's not happen. inflation, That's not right? inflation. What do you mean? Well, because you would think with inflation, the tooth fairy would be broke. Right. One dollars. Yeah. A uh, nickel. Oh. I thought because it's everything goes up, he's going up. Mm. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, good news. Good news. The average of what he leaves is around $5.36. So I don't know how he deciphers how much he's going to leave under the pillow, but I wish he would meet with all parents and just come to an agreement uh, that he's going to leave one dollar. Well, I have a problem with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't feel like the tooth fairy is a he. Me either. Yeah, I think or I was, she. Yeah, well, but you, you, you kept saying, saying he. he. I just feel like the tooth fairy is a she. Oh, we don't know, right? But well, but I grew up at, in. I grew up. El Nefer is his name. Well, uh, well I grew up <laughs> without the tooth fairy coming, knowing where I lived. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. sorry, dude. Tracy Lawrence was on Justin Moore's podcast talking about his song, "Paint Me a Birmingham." If you paint me a Birmingham. And I always thought he was painting the town of Birmingham, but no, it's a style of a lake house. It's got a porch going all the way around, and now it makes a lot more sense. Huh. <laughs> I always thought paint me a Birmingham was like paint the idea of a city at a happier time. Like when you, I went way too far in this. Wow, yeah. it's literally a lake house, and I'm like. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy Lawrence playing with Eddie and I tonight at the Raging Idiots Million Dollar Show. Yeah. He's going to show up and play a couple songs. It'll be awesome. All right, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That's-
That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me good. So shout out to the students at Classical Magnet School in Hartford, Connecticut. They were trying to raise money for their school because they needed some extracurricular activities. So the way they did it was they did three weeks of act of kindness. So the way it works is the donor, whoever donates the money, gets to choose the act of kindness that they do. And they did that for three weeks, surrounded by a bunch of different activities. They got the superintendent to do a dance-off. They raised money for that. And then I think the mayor, he actually did like a free throw contest, stuff like that. So they're raising money and spreading kindness as well. I like that. And then it's always risky though, when superintendents dance. Because sometimes... Oh, I remember that one. They just get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, but that was like a stripping like a lap dance. Yeah, that was not, <laughs> a, not a good thing. What was he thinking? But it's like a lot of those administrators, they're not around the kids a lot because they're administrating other offices, so they don't really know the pro... And so all of a sudden they're dancing on a kid. Well, like, and then they think they got to like relate to the then, students. Yes, and they turn the chair backwards and sit down. It's just, <laughs> I like it. Nobody got in trouble. This guy didn't do that. It, it makes me think of the time Ray danced for 24 hours Straight. to fundraise for Haiti. 24 hours yeah. to do the two-step. In cowboy boots. Yes. And we raised a bunch of money. Ray, it isn't recognized because mm-hmm. it's been a long time since we've done any of that. Just how tenacious that... You still are, but that you really were because you did that. You fist pumped for 24 hours and made the news. Like, you would just go. Thank you. Well, my own wife heard about me dancing, and it was right next to where she lived, and she said, that guy's weird. I don't want to go see him do that. And you know what? She was right. And he now we're weird. married. In both, yes. <laughs> he is you're weird, and she didn't want to see it. All right, thank you. That's a good story, Eddie. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across all right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. The single most unifying position held by Americans is appreciation for those who protect our freedom and our families. You can help honor fallen or disabled U.S. service members and first responders by donating to Folds of Honor. They award scholarships to make sure the educational dreams of their sons and daughters and spouses live on. They have a four at a four-star ranking on Charity Navigator, so you can give with confidence at foldsofhonor.org. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.